Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. TFA fam, welcome back in another video. We are on to week seven, even though week six isn't over with, but we are here to bring you the top waiver wire ads for this week. Had some injuries this week, uh, you know, so those will take into effect of, uh, you know, who we're going to play, but we will start things off with the quarterback position. It was a rough week this week for uh, a few quarterbacks, but uh, I digress. Let's just get things started and jump right into the quarterbacks who we are wanting to either add or stream this week. And I think there's a, a decent list this week. We're starting things off with Carson Wentz, who is rostered in 35% of leagues, gets San Francisco this week. He completed 11 of 20 passes for 222 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, he has now thrown for at least two touchdowns and four of his six starts. He faces a San Francisco defense that has allowed the 10th most fantasy points to quarterbacks. It has just a, a dream upcoming schedule uh, at San Francisco, Tennessee, Jets, Jacksonville, at Buffalo, Tampa Bay, sorry, pass defense, and at Houston. Really the only only defense that really scares me in there truly is that Buffalo defense. So, And then they go on by after that Houston game. So I think Carson Wentz is more than just a you know streaming option. I think he's actually somebody you can roster for the long haul. I mean, he has really started to look good these last couple of weeks. And, you know, they got T.Y. Hilton back today, who we'll talk about later, um, you know, with Paris Campbell and Michael Pittman in this offense, and, you know, and obviously Jonathan Taylor. This offense is finally starting to take flight. And so I like adding Carson Wentz, especially if you, you know, with bye weeks coming up, you know, Justin Herbert uh, is on bye this upcoming week and if, uh, as, as well as Dak Prescott. So we have some heavy hitters at the quarterback position this week that uh, you're going to have to, you know, look to add some uh, or make a move for a quarterback this week. So I do like Carson Wentz. Jameis Winston uh, was on bye this week, obviously, only roster in 36% of leagues. Does take on Seattle on the road this week. Uh, Seattle's pass defense has been atrocious. 25th in pass DVOA to allow the 12th most fantasy points to quarterback. Uh, we will have to monitor. Uh, they can get Michael Thomas and Traquan Smith back this week we will see if that happens uh there has been some rumors about you know possibly trading michael thomas but i don't know if that's going to happen or not but either way hopefully he comes back this week because that just elevates Jameis winston uh even more 
And then after that, you get Matt Ryan, who's only rostered 55% of leagues. Again, they were on by this past week because they were in London. Faces a Dolphin defense that ranks 22nd in pass DVOA and allows the seventh most fantasy points to the position. And I might also add that I thought it was really weird that I didn't realize this until I was looking into this, that Miami is not on by this week. They, they have to play this, obviously, again this week. You would think, you know, playing in the London game, which is what always happens, that they, that they get a bye after that, not Miami. Uh, they get to play again this week. So I can't imagine that's going to be good for the system, you know, adjusting and everything else. to the like eight-hour time difference that they're in between here and England. So, uh, yeah, I, I would expect this this terrible uh, Miami pass defense to look even worse. So I, I like Matt Ryan as well coming off the bye. Sam Darnold. This is a tough one to, to, to really recommend here because uh, he has not looked good the last two weeks. Uh, only completed 41% of his passes today for 207 yards, one touchdown, and one interception. Uh, he can just continues to struggle when he's getting pressured, which is something that was an issue all going all the way back to when he was with the Jets. However, this week they do face a much softer defense with the Giants. Uh, they're 29th in adjusted sack rate on the season allow, uh, and also ranked 23rd in pass CBOA. So this should be a better matchup for Sam Darnold this week, and hopefully that he can bounce back in this matchup against the Giants. And then we have Derek Carr, 52% rostered, uh, going against Philly. Completed 18 of 27 for 341 and two and no INTs today um, uh, against the uh, Denver, or I put Philly, I'm an idiot, uh, against the Denver Broncos. Uh, oh, wait, no, they do play Philly. Even more of an idiot. Has four games of 20-plus fantasy points today. Uh, I think it was really impressive because they uh, it was a really good defense today going against Denver. But Philly ranks 10th in pass DVOA, but has allowed the 13th most points to the position. So I don't mind Derek Carr. You know, he has he has been pretty solid this year. A really bounce-back performance for them today, uh, you know, against Denver um, on the road. Uh, so, I mean, they looked really good in this matchup uh, against the Broncos. So, That'll pretty much do it for the quarterback position. I'm sure we'll have some other guys in the streaming options video that we have that comes out on Tuesday. So you can look for that. It's just possibly some other options that might be more widely available. So with that being said, Robbie, let's kick it over to you for the running backs. Yeah, really interesting uh, for the quarterbacks that you had there. So definitely some options uh, to add if you're looking for somebody this week or just long-term like Carson Wentz. I like how you had that name at the top. Uh, for running backs, it's it's not quite as glamorous as we had last week, right? We had a ton of injuries, a ton of backup running backs that had to be thrust into the starting role, uh, and they really performed this week. And so a lot of those guys are over 50% rostered. I did not add any of your Daryl Williams, uh, Damian Williams, who did sit out but will be coming back, your Khalil Herberts. I didn't add in any of those guys because a lot of those guys were heavily rostered, and they're over that 55 60%. Um, share. But if those guys are available just off the top, you need to go uh, and add them um, as most of those starters are going to be out for the next couple of weeks. Um, and then some other names that if they're available that are, are right at that 50%, 50% threshold, Michael Carter is the first one and and he was on by this past week, but we are starting to see him take over that running back backfield. He's really just splitting with Ty Johnson right now, but he's gotten over 50% of the snaps the past two weeks. Um, it's really just him and Ty Johnson. He's seen nearly 13 touches per game over the last four games. So everything outside of week one, um, he's he's been getting the work. Um, so with the bye behind him now, you don't have to worry about that going forward. And with all of the people uh, that are going to be on bye here in week seven, we're talking about Zeke. We're talking about James Robinson, Dalvin Cook. Um, but basically there's six teams on by um, Michael Carter is definitely going to be flex worthy here in week seven and beyond. So that's a name. 
And then Sony Michelle, who I think is one of the more valuable handcuffs right now in fantasy football. Darrell Henderson, we know how uh, dinged up and banged up he can get. He's already missed week three of this season. He's gotten injured in the past. If anything were to happen uh, to him, we've seen Sony already have success running uh, with this Rams offense. Week three, he had 24 touches uh, in Henderson's absence. So he's a guy that I think needs to be rostered if you uh, need a handcuff, if you need uh, some running back help. And he has a little bit of standalone value. He had nine uh, carries for 40-some-odd yards uh, in week six today. Uh, Going over to the priority ads, these are guys that uh, they're probably going to be usable. Again, we're talking about by NATO, right, with six teams on by. Uh, uh, J.D. McKissick is going to be that first name. Um, with Najee out, like I said before, Dalvin Cook, Zach Moss, Zeke Pollard, James Robinson, and Austin Eckler. Uh, J.D. McKissick is a guy that we've seen three games of him getting at least 16 uh, PPR points, and we've seen three games where he gets six points or less. So he's super hot and cold, uh, but he now gets, um, I think, a matchup where he, um, you know, will they'll have to continue throwing uh, with the Washington football team. So I think he, uh, going against Green Bay, uh, can get you five catches again. He's gotten five catches in each of those three games where he's gone off uh, and definitely has the potential to score a touchdown with Gibson being a little bit banged up here with uh, his issues. I think that there's worse options out there. Uh, Ernest Johnson, I think is a name that a lot of people will be bringing up. Nick Chubb missed week six. Obviously we saw Kareem Hunt go out. Hopefully that's not an Achilles, but it did not look good. Kev, I think you had noted in our discord, uh, it did not look good. Um, so we have to see what plays out. Keep your eyes on what's happening in that that injury room uh, with Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, because if they're both out, Dearness Johnson is going to be probably that next guy up for um, the running back room in Cleveland. And that's a run heavy team. So he's a priority ad for me. If we hear that both of those guys are probably Kareem Hunt's going to be out. We'll see what happens with Nick Chubb. Uh, moving over to the, some of these secondary ads. These are guys you want to keep an eye on if you have the space to add them. Again, we're talking about the the most scarce position, I would say, is running back, especially with the buys and the injuries we've seen. So right off the top, I'm going to go with um, Kenyon Drake. This guy was dead to the world the past two weeks, completely uninvolved, but that absolutely changed here. Uh, today, he was uh, being the most expensive backup you, the, uh, in the NFL at the running back position. You think he'd finally get some work, and he does, getting 70 total yards, a rushing touchdown, a receiving touchdown. He needs to be uh, rostered in a lot more leagues, seeing if they continue to split time with him and Jacobs. And, and Peyton Barber was inactive. So um, Kenyon Drake, Ramonde Stevenson is another name. He was finally out of Belichick's doghouse. Um, he had a nice couple nice runs, um, was involved in the pass game. Really what we saw Brandon Bolden uh, do uh, the past couple of weeks since James White has exited with injury. Uh, Ramonde Stevenson really had that um, part of the game, and he had a couple of catches. So if anything were to happen with Damian Harris, and we know he has uh, the rib injury that he played through today, um, Stevenson is a name to watch. Uh, Rashad Penny, this is not a guy that I'm going to tout as I love the player, but I do like any opportunity to play right at the running back position. And with Chris Carson now on IR, Alex Collins currently um, the, the incumbent that, that's manning the, the running back room right now for the Seahawks. Rashad Penny is to resume practicing this week, um, has a chance to play in week seven. So I think he needs to be on your guys' radar if you're hurting at the running back position. And then Mark Ingram, he's had at least 14 carries in four of the six games this season. I get it. The offense is brutal. The Texans are not going to score a ton of points. But again, we're talking about a position that is so scarce. People are going to be rolling out desperation plays and you can do worse than Mark Ingram, who's, like I said, getting at least 14 carries in four of six games. So he can help you here in week seven. 
Last couple guys I'll mention are just some stashes, end of bench guys, deeper league, 14, 16 uh, team league guy, uh, guys to add or to monitor. Chris Evans is the first one. He had over 65 total yards and a score um, catching a pass from Joe Burrow this week. He might have earned uh, more snaps and, and, and a larger workload going forward. Maybe he leaps past Samaji Pirine as Joe Mixon's backup. And for anybody who has Joe Mixon rostered in fantasy year after year, you know that he gets banged up and misses games from time to time. And so that's a valuable handcuff um, in, in his own right in Chris Evans. Devontae Freeman, uh, again, not a guy I'm going to pound the table for. I don't think he, he's talented anymore, but he's in a Ravens rushing offense that runs the ball a ton. And he's right behind Latavius Murray for work. So he's a name that if you have nothing else out there in these deeper leagues, he's a name to monitor. And then Demetric Felton, he is uh, kind of half running back, half wide receiver. And and if Nick Chubb and Hunt are to miss, I think he would take over more of the Kareem Hunt pass catching role for the Cleveland Browns. So he's a name to monitor once we figure out more with these two injuries with Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. But that's all I have for running backs. Yeah, I mean, as far as Dearness Johnson and really Demetri Felton go, uh, I mean, it doesn't – so Kareem Hunt, I think pro football doc, uh, you know, we're still waiting to hear any word for, about Kareem Hunt, but he did mention that he does not think that it is a, a Achilles injury, but he does think it is going to be some sort of a, a tear um, to the calf. And he was saying that he thinks that this is probably a multi-week injury, probably a four- to six-week type injury, not season-ending, which is good news, but it's also – he's definitely uh, probably, uh, you know, on his way to the IR and, you know, will be out for uh, longer than probably just that three weeks as well. So – and then with Nick Chubb, like, I could see them bringing him back because they're kind of in a bad spot right now where if they keep losing games that, you know, you're at the risk of losing, missing the playoffs. This is a team that heading into the year that a lot of people liked as a team – that was, you know, a you know a really strong contender for the AFC, and now, I mean, they are getting closer and closer to, you know, uh, on their way out of the playoffs. So I could see Nick Chubb kind of rushing it back. They said it was a minor calf injury, and I think with having Kareem Hunt, you probably felt like, okay, we don't need to uh, rush Nick Chubb out here. But we'll see. It is a Thursday night game, but uh, if if Nick Chubb were, was to miss, I, I do think Demetrius Felton would be an interesting add as a PPR option because I do think they'd be playing from behind in this game, and he seems to be more of the pass catcher in this offense, uh, or would be the pass catcher. I mean, he's like five foot nine, one hundred ninety pounds. He is not somebody who's going to get a uh, uh, rock, but I think he could be the third down option here. So I don't mind Demetrius Felton. I think it's kind of a sneaky guy to add, um, especially with so many teams on by this week. So. Other than that, uh, let's go ahead and jump over to the wide receivers. And we're going to start with a couple of guys that I think that should be added in all formats. And that is Rashad Bateman, only roster in 28% of leagues, uh, hauled in four of six uh, today for 29 yards. Not, not anything impressive, 6.9 PPR points. But he did tie for the most targets and had a 22% target share in a game where the Ravens didn't really have to do a whole lot. They just slaughtered the Chargers in this game. Uh, it wasn't even close, 34 to 6. And which was wild because the Chargers had looked so damn good, uh, you know, up to this point. And the Ravens just made them look ridiculous. So, uh, but the Ravens didn't really have to do a whole lot in this game. They didn't have to open up the offense here. Uh, but I do think Rashad Bateman is going to somebody who's going to get more and more involved. And it was good to see that they immediately threw him out there and uh, got opportunities. And so, I mean, he even out-targeted uh, Marquise Brown in this game as well. So I like Rashad Bateman, and I think he's going to be a solid you know, kind of wide receiver four-ish type on most weeks. Somebody you could kind of stick in there in the flex. And then next guy, I talked about him last week, and I'm going to talk about him again this week, Marquez Callaway. He was on bye this week, but he's still on the roster in 34% of leagues. Week five, you know, last week he caught four of eight for 85 yards and two touchdowns. 
for those 24 and a half PPR points. But just some other numbers to look at. I mean, he has a 17.1 yard per reception, which is 11th most among all wide receivers, a 2.53 fantasy points per target, eighth most among all wide receivers. He has double digit fantasy points in two of his last three weeks that he's played. He also uh, owns 34% of the air yards in that offense, which is 23rd, and then a 2.36 yards per out run, which is 27th. So if they get these other options back in this offense, like Michael Thomas and uh, Traquan Smith, I just think it opens things up a little more. And I actually think it helps Marquez Callaway more than it hurts him. And uh, so, you know, where teams aren't just going to be able to focus on Marquez Callaway and you, you, know, you have Michael Thomas to worry about, Alvin Kamara. So I like Marquez Callaway. He should be rostered far more than 34% of leagues. So uh, I love Marquez Callaway. And then the other one is Darnell Mooney. I'm shocked that he's only rostered in 44% of leagues. He had uh, today five receptions on eight targets, 44 yards, a touchdown, 15 and a half PPR points. He did have 27% of the targets in this offense. They do face a Bucks defense that has allowed the most uh, receptions to wide receivers and the second most passing yard, or receiving yards, excuse me, to the position. Um, he has made, he does makes for a solid wide receiver three in a game where they're likely going to be playing catch-up the whole time. I mean, they're going to be playing from behind. They're going to have to open up this offense. I really hope Adam Gase – or Adam Gase – actually, it's the same. Adam Gase, Matt Nagy, they're the same guy, uh, you know, gets fired sooner rather than later because he has no business coaching an NFL franchise. The dude is absolutely doo-doo. Uh, the guy is absolutely terrible, and uh, he has no business. Uh, anyways, with that being said, I still think Darnell Mooney – continues to see a lot of targets in this offense and is heavily involved. So I like Darnell Mooney. I don't know why he's only rostered in 44% of leagues. I get the offense isn't fantastic, but if he's going to see those kinds of targets on a weekly basis, I want I want a part of that. So uh, some other guys that we can take a look at that uh, aren't necessarily must-ads, but I think that we should look at. I know some people may wonder why I don't have Christian Kirk. Uh, you know, my, my thing is, I mean, he's rostered in 44% of leagues. He did have another good game today. Five, uh, He hauled in 5 of 8 for 75 at a score. Uh, scored double-digit fantasy points in four of his uh, six games this week, this year, but he is more boom or bust. And there's so many weapons in Arizona. It's I kind of like I have AJ Green on this list. AJ Green only rostered in 46% of leagues. He hauled in five of six for 79 in a touchdown, and he scored double-digit fantasy points in four of six weeks, much like Christian Kirk. But I think they're going to be a little bit hard to trust now. They add in Zach Ertz into this offense as well, and so now Zach Ertz is going to be involved. There's just so many mouths to feed with with DeAndre Hopkins, Chase Edmonds. Uh, Christian Kirk, AJ Green, Rondo Moore, Zach Ertz. I mean, there's just so many guys here. I just don't know if you're ever going to be able to truly trust on a given week who you want to add. I don't. I think they're not bad flex options, but just understand that none of these guys are just smash ceiling type plays because of the fact that there's just so many other guys here. But if some injuries happen, one of these wide receivers could really uh, take uh, take flight. I put Brandon Ayuk on here. He's he's only rostered now in 60% of leagues. People are just kind of tired of his shit. Uh, you know, he has not done a whole lot here in San Francisco, but I think that's going to change. I cannot imagine that Brandon Ayuk is just going to be an absolute zero all season. I would be shocked. I think hopefully with this buy, they're able to figure some things out and kind of get things going. Now they get San Francisco or excuse me, they get Indianapolis this weekend on Sunday night football. Say, there's nothing to worry about when it comes to the, uh, the Colts secondary. It's definitely an offense we can pass on. We'll have to wait and see if it's going to be Jimmy Garoppolo or Trey Lance as a starting quarterback here. But if Brandon Ayuk was dropped, and I'm, you know, and I'm feeling good about myself. My team is looking like a five and one team, four and two, and I'm solid. And Brandon Ayuk sitting out there, I'm adding to my bench because I think he could be a guy that we look back on and, and say, okay, you might have uh, moved off him a little bit too quickly. So I have Brandon Ayuk up here pretty high. 
Henry Ruggs, very boomer bust, 53% rostered. He has seen seven, seven, six, and three, four targets the last uh, you know, um, over the last five weeks of the season. But he's very boomer bust. I don't think he's going to be a guy you're going to be able to trust on a weekly basis. Um, but I, I don't mind Henry Ruggs. Devontae Parker has missed the last two weeks, but uh, sounds like he could be closer to a return. So I don't mind adding him. Only rostered 41%. Uh, Tua uh, did look pretty good today against the Jags. And, you know, um, and then past that, we have Tim Patrick. I don't have Tim Patrick higher on this list because Jerry Judy is designated to return. And I think that is going to hurt Tim Patrick uh, more than anything. He did catch uh, three of six or 42 in a score today. But I do think he should be rostered in more leagues. But, but with Jerry Judy returning, could be back as soon as um, – next week i just don't know how much you can trust tim patrick in an offense that really wants to run the ball and then you have uh paris campbell um here and uh, also ty hilton i forgot to mention him both of them are, are are hard because both of them exited today's game with an injury uh uh ty hilton caught four for four for 80 and then, pa- uh, then paris campbell caught one pass for 51 yards and a score, but he left with a foot injury and T.Y. Hilton left with a quad injury. We're going to have to monitor both of those situations. Both of those wide receivers have been hurt uh, off and on over the past uh, couple of seasons. And while I think T.Y. Hilton is definitely um, should be on, you know, should be on people's radars for sure. Uh, I just think it's going to be hard to trust uh, or with the injury that he has, uh, you know, if, if it is a long-term thing or if it's something that's going to hold him out a couple of weeks, it's just going to be tough to trust him. He is a 31-year-old wide receiver. However, if it is uh, looks to be more of a short-term thing, I, I do think T.Y. Hilton, I don't mind adding him because I, I like this offense. I've talked about how great their schedule is, so I don't mind adding him. And then just really quickly, Donovan Peoples-Jones. I know some people wonder why he's not higher. He had a monster day, four or five, uh, caught four or five, for 101 yards, two touchdowns. He, as of right now, is the wide receiver five on the week. He has two straight weeks of double-digit PPR points. But this is going to be really hard to trust him, especially in an offense with Baker Mayfield, who uh, you know really fucked up a shoulder again today, uh, to, took a really bad hit in that game. And I just don't – I mean, this passing offense just looks uh, lost, especially with Baker Mayfield. But, the, I mean, the – the athleticism for Donovan Peoples-Jones is absolutely there. He was a six-round pick back in 2020, but the dude has, uh, you know, amazing um, athleticism. Ran a 4.48. If you're not familiar with it, has 86 percentile speed score, a 99th percentile burst score. The guy could be absolutely explosive, but just in this offense right now, the way this everything's going, I don't mind adding him as as more of just kind of a, a bench stack to kind of see how things go because he has scored double-digit fantasy points in two straight weeks. But it's going to be hard to trust him with Baker Mayfield. And then Jamison Crowder is more of a PPR-only format guy, low ceiling, but a, probably a productive flex option. Michael Gallup should be returning soon from an injury, uh, from his injury, especially with, I, I would assume, probably once we get to that week eight, once they come off five, Michael Gallup could be look, quickly returning. And then Amon Ross St. Brown, same thing, really low ceiling, but he did have seven targets again today. But uh, I think at best, he's probably a wide receiver four, wide receiver five, and PPR-only formats. And then, you know, deep league guys, Nico Collins did return today, four catches, 40 yards, but really hard to trust any Texans. And then the rest of the guys, Brian Edwards, Van Jefferson, Elijah Moore, all these guys are more, you know, if an injury happens, they they, they could really t- take a step forward. But that's kind of where we stand uh, anyways with the wide receivers. So, Yeah, I, I understand why you have Tim Patrick and Donovan Peoples-Jones where they are because – Tim Patrick, talk about uh, a guy that can't be more consistent, right? He's double-digit fantasy points every single week except for one, except we have Jerry Judy coming back. Donovan Peoples-Jones, super athletic, uh, fantastic size, speed score. Uh, 
except we have Jarvis Landry coming back and Baker struggles. So for those of you who are like, man, why, why can't we get these guys higher on the list? There's a lot working against them. We like the names. If the situation is right um, for, for you, definitely add them. But yeah, I think Christian Kirk, even with how much they rotate, Christian Kirk, um, Rondell Moore, A.J. Green, I want one of those guys in my flex every week because it just seems like Kyler's going to throw, you know, one or two touchdowns to somebody not named Hopkins. Right. So completely agree. We never know who that's going to be. And there's definitely a floor for all those guys. But but again, there's probably that height as well, that ceiling in that passing offense, how dynamic uh, he's playing right now in Kyler Murray. So uh, like the the names you have on this list. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I, there's there's a ton of wide receivers out there that are available. Right. And so I know I went through a ton of guys. Um, you know, I tried to rank them the best I could of so people understood who, who they should uh, have on here. Um, I don't know if I mentioned I think I may have skipped over McCole Hardman's name whenever I was doing this. But he's also somebody I think, at least in the flex, that I think is a viable option. He's only rostered 50 percent of leagues. He caught four or five for 62. He also had one rush, but he did fumble the ball. But he ran the second most pass routes. It has the second most receiving yards. had the second most receiving yards among all wide receivers in this offense. So uh, they are utilizing him very on, on short routes. He really should have had a 70 yard touchdown. Had he not cut the route to the left, he would have went to the right. Uh, he would have been, it would have been a house call to uh, against the, the Washington football team today. So uh, only roster 50% of league. So again, kind of the same thing. I, I want access to guys who are in uh, you know high, high explosive offense. So other than that, uh, how about we jump over to tight ends? The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly, but then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the hefty renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials to participate. Simply fill up an orange hefty renew bag with accepted items, tie it up and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with renew particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, tight ends is going to be pretty simple for me. Um, it's, it's kind of an ugly landscape right now. Um, and, and even with all these buys, I don't know if there's a ton of guys that you're looking to add. But the one name I will throw out there for sure that you should be adding is Ricky Seals-Jones. Uh, Logan Thomas is still going to be out at least one more week, if not longer. And, and Taylor Heineke has been absolutely utilizing the tight end position, regardless of who has been there. Uh, since Seals-Jones has become the tight end for him, uh, he's got 19 targets um, since he took over early week four when Logan Thomas exited with injury. Um, he finally got his first TD against your uh, Chiefs, Kev, uh, kind of in that that um, revenge game narrative, right, for Ricky Seals-Jones. He finds the end zone. Um, but he's a top 12 tight end for me basically until Logan Thomas returns. So he absolutely, if you need a tight end, your guy's on by for some reason, you need to be adding Ricky Seals-Jones. Uh, the rest of these guys are probably just secondary ads or maybe a, a two tight end league or, or a deep league, something like that. Um, 
guys to speculate on. Uh, the first one's Dan Arnold. You know, he he hasn't put it together yet, but he's gotten 13 targets over the past two weeks uh, for the Jaguars. They obviously lost DJ Chark a couple weeks ago. Uh, we've seen Jamal Agnew, who's maybe another name we can toss on that wide receiver uh, list, um, Kev. Uh, Jamal Agnew has seen some some good target share the past two weeks, but um, there'll be games where he doesn't see as much, and, and Dan Arnold does. Um, he had a, a red zone look. He didn't quite pull it in a couple weeks ago. So Dan Arnold will have his games here and there. The second name is, is Cole Clement, uh, super talented, but he's just on an offense that isn't throwing a ton. But like you said, with Darnell Mooney, the Bears are going to have to throw uh, against the Bucks, right? The Bucks are going to put up points, and they're not going to run on them. They're going to have to throw. So like you said with Darnell Mooney, I'll say with Cole Clement, he had four uh, catches for 49 yards this week, and they're going to have to throw again next week. So if you're in a pinch, you could do worse than, than Cole Clement. And then Mo Alley-Cox, uh, this is a guy that, he doesn't get a ton of volume, but he just makes do with what he gets. He has 120 yards and three scores over the past three weeks. And that's not eye popping, but you know what? That's a top 12 tight end. And that's exactly what Mo Ali Cox has been. Um, so he's a name that you can speculate on if you're in these deeper leagues. And then CJ Uzama, uh, nothing crazy here. He had that Thursday night game against the Jaguars where, where he absolutely went off. And then he had a touchdown today, only three for 15. So He's maybe even another tier down than these other three guys, but if you're really struggling for a second tight end in a two tight end league or something like that, um, there, there's worse names out there than Uzama. Yeah, it's just uh, it's rough in these. Uh, it's it's rough in these tight end streets, to be honest with you. Okay? Year in, year out, we always yeah. say it's going to be better. It never, it never is. is. <laughs> I will say we have at least we've had a couple other new guys uh, pop up. You know, Mike Gesicki, uh, you know, continues to ball today. He had like seven for one ten, and then uh, hopefully Dawson Knox can keep it going as well. But uh, yeah, it's, it's always rough with tight ends. If it, it, the first sign of anybody doing anything, like, yep, let's go ahead and add that guy because uh, it's got to be better than probably most guys that are out there. But um, really quickly, we'll get a couple questions and we'll, be, we'll get out of here. Uh, interesting week. What's up, guys? Very very interesting week. Uh, while Lido, this game sucks. Yeah, it hasn't been too exciting so far. Um, thank you for the advice, guys. Great job. Hey, no problem. Uh, that's what we are here for. Carter to fill it in for my cook and Najee on by. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know who you'd be dropping him for if you already have him, but yeah, I definitely think that he's in play for sure. Yep, yep, completely agree. He's with how many guys we're going to have out. Like I said, when I was going over the running backs, I mean, there are just a ton of running back ones that are out and Eckler, Cook. Um, James Robinson, Zeke. So all these guys get now moved up with all those guys out. So absolutely. He will be a flex, if not a low end running back too, probably. Yeah. But I, uh, yeah, I, I would probably agree. And then you have uh, Emily here. What are your thoughts on T.Y. Hilton? Uh, just really quickly with, with him. Um, so he's only rostered in 34% of leagues. Like I said, I think as long as he didn't sustain a serious injury, it doesn't seem like it is. They were, uh, you know, talked to him after the game. He didn't really act like it was anything too serious. Uh, but I do think for me, he's probably going to commit as like a low end wide receiver, three wide receiver, four against the 49ers. And, you know, as long as he can stay healthy this year, um, you know, I, I think he's a viable option. Um, he's not somebody that I think that has an incredibly high ceiling at his age, but uh, I do think, you know, in matchups, they're going to have to throw the ball. Um, I, I really don't hate it for with, with T.Y. Hilton. So, um, and then past that, looks like, uh, let's see, Uzi, one team in my league uh, streams quarterback between Heineke and Darnold. Can I get a CD, Deontay, Tony, Ridley? Obviously not Cup, but these those are his receivers for Cousins and MG3 or Mooney. 
Hmm. So trying to upgrade and get. Can I get can can I get one of those wide receivers for Cousins and MG three? <laughs> yeah, Uzi. Not not exactly sure what what we're uh, looking at here. Um, if you're streaming, so I don't I don't, I don't think you're gonna be able to get any of those guys for Cousins or Mark, uh, Melvin Gordon. No, his starting okay. So he is looking. He's got Mahomes. He is looking to get rid of Cousins or MG three and try and add one of those guys. Like Kev said, I don't know if you're going to be able to do that unless that person absolutely needs it. And what you're saying is, um, looks like this guy might be going between Taylor Heineke and Darnold. Um, it's, it's worth a shot. It's worth trying to trade Cousins. Whenever Cousins has, you know, 35 plus attempts, he is a QB1. And so you can sell it that way to that individual. Uh, Melvin Gordon is going to get 50% of the work in that Broncos uh, rush attack. Um, maybe, I, I just don't know if anyone's moving off and of not CD after this, this last game. Uh, Deontay just too involved, not cup, obviously Tony. I'm not, I'm not trying to do that trade right now. We have to see what happens with his injury and then maybe Calvin Ridley, but most people are still going to hold and wait to see Calvin Ridley go off as we thought he would at the beginning of the year. Yeah. I think it's going to take more than that. And for the most part, in most, most fantasy leagues, quarterbacks don't really have that much value. Like nobody's really going to go out and want to trade one of these guys. Right. So, uh, yeah. Real quick, or should yeah. I trade Mahomes start cousins? No. I'm I'm not looking to do that. I, I think Cousins is fine as a streamer, but you have a top three quarterback, right? Don't don't make yourself worse at that position unless it makes sense for you, right? Uzi, if you're adding a top tier running back, then it makes sense. But outside of that, don't just trade a trade. It has to make sense. So let us know on one of these upcoming shows if there's a position that you're weak at, uh, and, and if we need to make a trade, uh, we'll find something for you. As far as defenses go, um, I didn't really, I haven't really looked into that uh, yet. But I do, I will tell you that on our streaming options show that we have that comes out on Tuesdays, uh, we'll have we uh, put defenses in there. So it's uh, streaming quarterbacks, uh, what is it, tight ends, defense, and kickers. We have kickers in there too. So apparently, people love kick, their their kicker content. So uh, uh, you know, we include that in there as well. And that comes out on Tuesday, and I think either Robbie. Or Cody uh, do that show or do that little quick video. So be sure just to check that out on Tuesday. It'll be out uh, sometime Tuesday morning, Tuesday afternoon. So yeah. right, right yeah. before waivers go through. So. Yeah, Cody's gonna rock that for us this week, uh, King. Just just off the top, uh, the defense that I was kind of excited about coming into the year, the Carolina Panthers. They've recorded. I'm just looking at here on my phone. They've had at least eight points or better in every single week except that week they played Dallas. Um, so they get the New York Giants, who we just saw, you know, a really tough performance from Daniel Jones, kind of going back to 2019, 2020 Daniel Jones, where he just turns the ball over left, right, and center. Um, so I think that's a decent matchup I'd like to attack. They're only rostered in 53% of leagues in my Yahoo app, so I don't know what they're, what platform you're playing on, but that's a, a decent defense to target. Yeah, we'll have some more options uh, later on. Uh, Nathan, full PPR. I have Knox as my backup behind Pants. I'm lucky to trade him for after this week. What are targets to buy low that I could go for? Um, I don't know. Uh, possibly, depending on what. Well, it's going to depend on how things turn out. Um, I, I do think that uh, possibly AJ Brown because uh, I do know that you know, uh, especially tight end. If if Dawson Knox has another strong week again this week, he's going to have a ton of value because there's just so few tight ends that you can really trust, especially with George Kittle hurt. Even Darren Waller hasn't been fantastic. He's been good in terms of tight ends, but he hasn't been the Darren Waller that we all hoped he would be. At least he was that he was last year, um, really since week one. But so really outside of Kelsey, I mean, Dawson Knox has really balled 
uh, you know, here, you know, over the last basically month of the season. So if he has another good week this week. I think you can look at like AJ Brown could be an option depending on what he does, especially with the, you know, the, 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 the uh, pitch count that he's, that he's on for at least, uh, I guess until week 10. And then I, you know, I wouldn't mind even a guy like Allen Robinson, like you're not going to be able to go and, and, and get like a home run hit for this. Like, I, I don't think anyway, you never know. So people might be desperate for a tight end, but you know, I, I would look at somebody like that off, just off the top of my head. Yeah, just off the top of my head, I think the guy I might be looking at if Tony is out for an extended uh, amount of time, I'm looking at Sterling Shepard. He kind of had a quiet game. The Giants just got throttled in this game against the Rams, but he still put up a, a respectable game. Um, let me see here. It was 10 receptions, 76 yards. And so if, if you're talking about a guy that uh, what he did in weeks one and two – and then what he did coming back from injury here in week six. And if Tony misses any time, this is a guy I think you can, you know, buy semi-law on. You might need to add a little bit to a Dawson Knox trade, but if the person needs a tight end, they don't have one of those top three. They had a Robert Tunyon coming into the year and he's just flopped. Um, you can absolutely uh, make a, make a swing for Shepard. Yeah. And last but not least, Thomas, I've got cook, Justin Herbert and Deontay on by next week. Wish me luck. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of, uh, I think it's gonna be a lot of people that feel that way. So be sure to tune in to the, uh, ranking show that we that, that we that we do every week as well. Listen, we got content every day: Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. New content drops every single day. Try to help you guys out. Then we have the Wednesday live stream where we try to answer every one of your questions. I think we might be the only people that go live for three hours every Wednesday night to answer literally every single question you guys may have, whether it's star sit trade waiver, whatever the case may be. So, uh, yeah, so we, we look forward to checking you guys out or being back again. That's my favorite show every week is the Wednesday show. I absolutely love it. I know it's a long show, but it, 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 I enjoy helping out the people. So um, y'all are the best. feels like I don't say that enough. Keep it up, boys. Let's win these, these effing championships. This is a friendly uh, show, okay? <laughs> this is a family-friendly show. Okay, no cussing around here, Walido. Anyways, we appreciate you guys. We appreciate everybody checking out the show. Uh, this went way longer than we normally do on the waivers, but we had some questions we want to answer that. So with uh, with that being said, we will uh, be sure to check out all the other content. And I appreciate everybody checking out the show. You can follow Robbie at NFL Robbie on Twitter. We will see you guys again tomorrow on to week seven. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.